0: Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for you to hear today's guest interview with Chelsea Joe Moore. This is going to be one that you really want to carve out time to listen to, listen to over and over again. Get out a pen and paper. You're going to love everything that Chelsea Joe shares all about how to set up systems in both your life and your business. This is one of the main reasons why I really wanted Chelsea Joe to come on the show is because so often we hear from people of how to set up systems in your business and how to make your business run smoother, and I think there's something really powerful in not just focusing on one area of figuring out how can we do this in both business and in life to make our life simpler. As moms, we are doing so many things and there's so much that we can either cut out or systemize or get our family on board with so that we don't have to feel like we're constantly behind the eight ball. So you're going to hear about all of that and more with Chelsea Joe Moore. You're going to love this episode. I can't wait to dive on in. I'm not going to take up any more of your time, let's go ahead, dive onto the show, meet Chelsea Joe, and learn about how we can start implementing some of this stuff to make our life and business run a whole lot smoother. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Well, hey there, Chelsea Joe. I am so, so, so excited to have you on today and to chat with you. Can you go ahead and let my audience know a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. My name is Chelsea Joe, and I am a wife and a mom to two little girls. My husband and I have been married for about seven years, coming up real soon. Uh, he's a firefighter and also invests in real estate, and um, I work from home. I run my own company, it's called chelseajoe.co and I have a podcast and I help moms figure out how to succeed in home and business. So basically how to get out of being overwhelmed and into organized so that you can have the time that you need to truly show up in both spaces in the work that you want to do. And you feel called to pour into, and also into your family and your home and help you truly know how to do both of them at the same time without feeling like, Oh, one's on fire while the other one's doing amazing. And just kidding. Now I got to put out this fire (laughs) and then the other fire started in the other way. And just like flip flopping back between those two things for your whole life. That is my jam. I am systemized through and through and through and through. And I've been doing this business for, um, about three years now and it all came to be because I was, Looking for a solution to help me really, truly figure out how to support my husband and his work and raise our little girls um, and pour into my work at the same time. And so I just put pen to paper and I started figuring out systems that worked for me and all of my mom friends were like, why do you look like you have it all together? What are you doing? Please share it with me. And I was like, I'm just doing this. This is what everyone does. And they were like, no one does this. You need to tell the world how to do this. So that's what I do now. I was a sign language interpreter for 17 years and I was an independent freelance contractor. So I kind of made my own hours, but um, it just contributed to the constant chaos of you know, trying to have a million people in a million places. And then I had an event styling business at the same time. I just had a lot of passions and I wanted to figure out how to pour my best self into everything. And now I am honored and privileged enough to be able to teach other people how to make that work in their lives too.
0: I love it. That was actually going to be my next question was like, where did this even come from? Like, where did you have this idea? Is it something that you were doing previously? And I think you hit the nail on the head there where you just said like, this was what people were coming to me for. And I didn't think anything different. I thought, well, isn't everybody doing this? And then realizing, no, not everybody's doing this. And this is something that people are dying for. So kudos to you for figuring that out and turning it into a profitable business. Um, I want to talk to those moms that really feel like they are drowning, whether they are working full time outside of the home or whether they are running a f- business from home with their kiddos. A lot of my listeners have little ones at home. So I'm, I'm just in that transition out. I've only ever built my business with little ones at home. And then this is the first mm-hmm. year where I've got some some free time where kiddos are at school. And I'm honestly like, what the heck do I do with myself during all this time? Cause I've only, I've only ever built the business in these like chunk of times, but what, where does that mom who feels like nothing feels to be going well, where does she start? Does she start in the home first? Does she try to get that going before she tackles the work? Like where do we even start when we feel like we're basically just underwater and trying to come up for a little bit of air?
1: Yeah. Treading water, trying not to drown in Mm -hmm. all ways, you know, and it's exhausting. I'll, I'll say that, you know, it's, it's important to have systems in business. My business is completely systemized and that's in my nature. That's the way that my brain thinks. And so if your business is super haphazard, yeah, it's important to start there. But what I will tell you is if you can create a little bit of margin and a little bit of time in your life, For your work, you're going to be able to slow down in those work hours long enough to create some systems. And so I really do think that you need to get your home organized. Whether that be getting control of your time or actually organizing your house so it is not a cluttered mess, so you're not looking at just. Piles of laundry and dishes in the sink every morning, and can't find the right backpack, and don't know which kid's supposed to be where, and you thought your husband was supposed to be picking up the kiddo. Like just all of those things that you're constantly dealing with don't even have to be a part of your life. They really, truly don't. And so, the number one place that you need to start, in my opinion, and what I teach people to do, is to use my five block time blocking method. <laughs> that's, that's really the, the meat of it. Um, and we can kind of talk about it briefly here. And this is time blocking reinvented for a busy mom. It's super simple. And when our brains, just so that you, know, you guys can understand why this is so important to use like this specific method of time blocking versus just a random perfect schedule or perfect time blocks that you find on Pinterest that don't work and will set you up to just feel even more frustrated, like something's wrong with you, like you're not capable, like you can't actually work and be a good mom at the same time, which is not true. You just need a system that is actually effective for the season of life that you're in, is when our brains find something to be complicated, it retreats. We are hardwired to conserve energy mentally and physically. That's just part of our human nature. And so I knew that I needed to create something that was going to be easy, not only for me to understand, but thank the Lord that my husband was involved in this process because I knew at the time I needed to make it simple for him. But what that allowed me to do is make something simple for everyone else that doesn't have a brain like me to be able to pick up this five block method and run with it. So that is what I would recommend, how you go about doing that really is just starting to understand these five blocks. And I'll give them to you really quickly. Your first one is your morning routine block. Your second one is your AM block. Your third one is your work block. Your fourth one is your PM block. And your fifth block is your nighttime routine block. And if you want to close your eyes for a second while you're listening to this, unless you're driving, (laughs) of course, (laughs) I want you to think of your two, the first and the fifth. So your morning routine block and your nighttime routine block. Like they are basically connected. They're going to take the exact same brain space. Okay. So all the things that you do in those two blocks are going to be dedicated to you. You're not going to have your cell phone in them. You're not going to have your kids in them. They don't have to be long. They could be 15 minutes. It could be really simple. And then your AM block and your PM block, those are going to be like the same color. You know, they're going to be the exact same kind of thing. They're, they're all the same stuff. You're focused on your home and you're focused on your family. And then your work block is what it seems. That's when you're focused on your work block. These blocks can be different times depending on the day. My blocks are different all the time. On the days when my husband's working, my work blocks are super short. My PM block is really long because I don't have any help. I have no help at all. On the days when he is home and he can do school pickup, I get a longer work block and then I have a shorter PM block. So it's super flexible and you begin to categorize all the things that you're doing throughout the day. In these segments of time, so that you can truly focus and be intentional with where you are, instead of walking around chasing your tail and putting out all these fires that you're created that you've created by not being intentional with your time.
0: I am like taking notes over here because I'm like I, this <laughs> this feels like for and, and I'm so glad that you created it because I'm like this feels for my brain super super simple to be able to like take. And implement, and to be able to figure out. And I also love how you said, like these, the morning routine and the night routine. Like I am a recovering. Like I tell myself, I, I don't want to say the words. I'm not a morning person. I'm really trying hard to be a better morning person, um, but that is a really great time for me to focus on me because nobody needs me. But I've always felt like my morning routine needed to be this super long, drawn out with with meditation and prayer and uh, journaling time and reading and exercise and trying to fit all, fit all this in. I'm like, oh my gosh, for somebody who doesn't like to get up in the morning, I feel like I got now I got to get up at like 5 a.m. So I love that you give, give me that permission slip to be like, it doesn't need to be this long thing, but it needs to be there. What it, what would you say is the, like, really the importance of having these, like, morning and night routines to, like, your, probably your overall health, but to the flow of your week, really?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're looking at trying to make sure that you can show up and do your work and make sure that you can show up for your kids and for your house, right, and for your spouse, right, for your family. Like, We're not just talking about like getting people places, but to actually make eye contact with your kids to to smile at your husband or, you know, maybe you'll love to pack him lunch. I love to pack my husband's lunch. And like I hated it when I didn't have the time to do that. I hated how that made me feel. I knew I wanted to be showing up differently for him and for my kids and I couldn't. So that's what we're really looking at. And if you're starting your day with your children in your face, like literally like they tap you on the shoulder, you've just gone done and screwed your whole day. Like it's already wrong because you haven't even had time to like put your hair in a ponytail or like put pants on. Like, let's be real. You have to have time to like breathe and think for a minute before people start demanding of you. I know we're moms and like every single time we have a child, we grow extra arms and legs. I know that like we figure it out and we can make this happen, but truly you have to be able to have some space for me, my morning routine It's been different depending on, again, what season of life I've been in for during the pandemic. I worked out in the mornings because I didn't want to go to the gym with a mask on, you know? And so I was like, well, we're going to switch this up. I'm going to have to get up earlier. Now I go to the gym in my AM block. My morning routine is get up. I do my hair. I do a little bit of makeup. I get dressed and then I turn on my diffusers and I just kind of have like a minute To prepare myself, I look at my planner and my electronic calendar and I'm like, okay, these are my intentions for the day. This is where I need to be. Ready, set, go. And I I then am already one step ahead of the day instead of chasing the day all day long.
0: I love that. Something else that I wrote down because you had mentioned it and I was thinking of it was the importance of getting family on board. So definitely spouse for sure. But is it also important to get little ones involved? I mean, of course, the extent of it is probably going to depend on, on their age. But what is your thought process behind getting the whole family involved in this block of time and setting almost those foundations really early with them?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. It's something that I focus a lot on. And the biggest thing for you to to know here is I truly do feel like leadership that comes from a mom and from a wife is, is just non-negotiable and you can't help others understand what you need from them. And you can't get them involved in the process if you don't even know what the process is. And so that's why I've created very specific systems that I use in every single time block. We have stacks of routines that flow from, I know that at six fifty. I've got 10 minutes to start my AM block because that's when the kids are going to come downstairs. And if I'm behind the eight ball, right, then we just talked about that. From there, if they don't know what the plan is, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to be hurting cats instead of actually focusing on what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's really impossible to get them in line with what the program is, if it's not clearly communicated and you can't clearly communicate it, you don't even know what it is. So creating these systems that you can flow through where, you know, where people need to be, you know, where the lunchbox is before school, you know, what food you're putting in it, right? It's this layering process that you have to understand where does this layer start? How do I set the foundation for my week? And then what do I put in progress throughout the week? My kids know in the morning they've got a specific part of our before school routine is their responsibility and a specific part is mine. Some families that I work with, they love to have charts. Their kids love a checklist. My kids do not. I have the routine listed out on our family communication board. My husband can look at it and sometimes he'll be like uh, standing around like, well, what do we need? And I'm like, hey, the morning routine, the before school routine is written right up there on the board. Just take a look. And then he's able to say, Bailey, do you have your water bottle? Frankie, do you have your water bottle? Girls, are your ice blocks in your in your lunch bag? And if they say no, then they know that that's the next step that they need to do. So for me, it's first and foremost, you've got to understand what the system is that you're trying to implement. And then you need to clearly communicate it with 100% positive reinforcement all day long. We don't, we, we really try and encourage our kids to feel pride and self-initiative in the things that we're doing. So we're pretty hands-off when it comes to, you know, the punishment for not doing something. And we're super involved with encouraging them and giving them a lot of reinforcement when they've done something that we are encouraged by. So that is how I would say it's, And I and I apply that exact same thing to my husband. Whenever I'm setting up a new system and I need buy in from him, it's the exact same thing. It's encouragement when he's done well and a (laughs) lot of grace when he doesn't and a lot of redirection, redirection, redirection. Hey, like I know that that scrolling on your phone sounds real fun right now, but we've got 10 minutes. Can you help me get the rest of the before school routine done? That'd be great. Thanks. You know, it's a lot of that.
0: I'm laughing so hard because it, it's so true. It's like the same things that you want to do for your kids in the same uh, way that you encourage them and motivate them of like laughing here. Cause I'm like, that's exactly what you do for your husband <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they, and they needed to. And, and honestly, it was, that was something in the beginning of my business that was so hard for me to do because I felt like as a mom, I needed to do it all. And I also wanted to be very involved in that process. I wanted to be the one that was doing bath time and making sure that they got all their the right creams and that the lotion was put on the right way. Um and my and my husband kind of felt I I he never vocalized it, but I'm sure he kind of just felt like if if it was left to him to do, like if something happened and I had to leave, he'd be like, uh, what do we do next? You know? So it's, I think it's important for them to like kind of take on that responsibility and share that too. I just saw a video of this comedian. He was talking about how the school called him one day and they're like, Hey, is this so-and-so's dad? We're just wondering if you know what bus number your daughter's supposed to be on. And he was like, I'm her dad. <laughs> He's like, you're, you've called the wrong parent for this. So, um, I love And I, I think Matt, I, I know my husband in particular, like he wants to feel like he can be involved and he wants to feel like he can do something well and get that praise and encouragement for him. So I, I love this. I love how it all it applies to both kids and to spouses. So that's awesome. And I, I was going to touch on this too, about giving yourself grace. So all these time blocks and having these systems is really great. But I know we as women will tend to like beat ourselves up if we didn't start our morning routine at the time we wanted, or we didn't um, get all the way through our work block the way that we wanted to. So what do you say to women who are like, I feel like I've set these systems up, but I didn't complete it the way that I wanted it Mm to. How do I give myself grace to not completely throw this all out the window, but allow myself like room to be like, okay, it didn't work out. Now let's make a plan to make sure that it does.
1: Yeah, my favorite mantra is improvise, adapt and overcome. It's a military phrase and the fire department is very paramilitary and so my husband started saying it when we were newly married and I was like I need every single mom that I work with to memorize that. It's just to improvise, adapt and overcome. And like you really have to you got to take a step back and you have to look at okay, if I am to scrap my entire day because my morning didn't go well, what where does that leave me at the end of the day? Where does that leave me tomorrow? When what we've got to get really, really good at and what you should be proud of is your ability to improvise, adapt and overcome. And if you get stuck in any one of those, you got to look at why am I having a hard time improvising? Why am I why do I feel the need to control everything? Or why do I feel the needs to whatever, insert feeling on why you can't improvise, you know, is there something with your physical health? Is there something with your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health? Like, is it just because your house is too unbelievably cluttered that you can't even like make your way through the day? Look at where these problems are. I'm like, let's tackle them. So they're not a problem anymore. You don't have to sit behind all of the things that are holding you back and be afraid of them. And you also don't have to set yourself up to these standards that are of perfection or near perfection to not want to try again and try again and try again. Because if you're looking for continual growth over time to get somewhere, it's not about getting there as fast as possible. It's about understanding how to get there and maintain it. And so much of that learning actually happens when you screw up in the process and have to start again. I'm so big on teaching the moms that I work with to collect data. Like you've got to just sit back and stop looking at these things so emotionally or you're going to ruin yourself. You're going to ruin your day. You probably already ruined the last 5 years of your life if we're being honest right now. Like you got to just sit back and look like, "Okay, why did we get to school late today?" Okay. And maybe the problem when you find those answers is that you don't know what the solution is, but now you have this podcast episode, you know, that there are solutions to help you. And that's all that it needs to be is just a simple dedication to I'm going to learn. And when things don't go well, I'm going to make do with what I have. I'm going to adapt the day to whatever we're in and wherever we're in, or maybe it's the week or maybe it's the month you know, I've had seasons where literally we started preschool and we were sick for two weeks and we were well for a week. And then we were sick for two weeks and then we were well for a week. And it was that for like six months. And we just went through it and I was like, all right. So it was all about improvising and adapting and overcoming that. And I think that that is a fantastic mantra to live by, especially when you're a mom.
0: I love that. That's so powerful. I'm writing that down right now because I'm definitely somebody who can give myself a lot of grief about why something didn't work out the way that I wanted to, and then um, not using it as a learning opportunity, like you said, too. So I want to transition a little bit into workflows because I know that this is something that you love to jam on. And for me, my brain... uh, Automatically goes to business. Like, I I know workflows in my business, but how can we apply this to our personal life and to our home life? Because I know Mm. that that's probably going to be such a game changer for people when they learn like there's workflows that you can use that can save you time. So, talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. Interestingly enough, you know, I use a really conventional, super like what you would expect kind of workflow in my business. And, you know, that is important to have. I use, just like anybody would know, Trello, Asana, ClickUp, all those things. Those are important and you should definitely have them. But when it comes to the home, I am hardcore about removing electronics as much as possible. And so I get real gangster with pen to paper. My system that I teach and my workflow per se for the home is this four layering process that I have put down inside of my paper planner every single week. And that is my quote unquote workflow for home. Could you do this in something like MeisterTask or Trello or Asana? You totally could, but I really love the benefits of having time once a week to sit down with a paper planner. I also use, it's a hybrid method. I also use my electronic calendar to keep my appointments in because it's, 2022, right? And that is important. (laughs) My phone is always with me. I'm not carrying my paper planner around with me everywhere I go. But my planner has this four layer process in it. And that is my workflow. It is literally how I'm able to ditch my to do list and get rid of 95% of my tasks and automate them. It's how I am able to take care of myself, to give myself consistent self care, to show up 100% of me into my family and my home. And That four layering process has really saved me so much. And it's really just my time blocks, which we already talked about. And then it's my fundamental needs, which are these eight tasks that I prioritize every single week to make sure that I'm showing up to the most important things before I schedule other stuff. And I also do put those in my electronic calendar. So I double dip them because I'm training myself to know that these are more important than anything else I could put on my calendar. And then after that, it's my routine stacks, which we already talked about, right? The before school routine, the after school routine, my morning routine. And then at at the end of that, the fourth one are tidy cues. And these are little subtle reminders throughout my day that tell me, all right, it's time for you to now clean up your space before you move on to something else or else at the end of the day, you're going to turn around and look like a bomb went off in your house. So that is my workflow that I repeat, that I schedule for myself every single week and at this point it takes me about 30 minutes to set it up for the whole family and then i just run on autopilot for the rest of the week
0: i love that i love the point that you talked about too of like making sure that the most important things are there and i it's so funny how everybody has like different names for things i call them my non-negotiables so yeah. that's something that that's what goes on my calendar first for the week and i'm like okay now Because again, I wanted to build a business around my family and around the things that were important to me. So I want to make sure that I know where people have to be and where I need to be and when I want to be intentional and not be working so that I'm not accidentally scheduling a meeting or scheduling something. So that's such an important tip. I love that. Okay, so the last thing I just want to touch on is something that I know can be really hard for moms to even think about doing number one again to let go of some of that control but also to think about some of the financial things that might come with this but what are some things that you recommend like As we're starting to get our home life in order, um, I know sometimes it can feel really daunting to be like, well, I have to do all of these things, plus this, plus this, plus find time to, you know, take care of myself too. Is there anything that you would say if you're looking to outsource in your home to make that run a little bit smoother for you? Because I think, of course, we'll we'll automatically think, well, I can just outsource more in our business. But is there anything that you say, like, if you're going to outsource something in your home to help? with this to help alleviate some of this pressure on you, where would you say they should start?
1: This is such a great question. And I am so creative and out of the box when it comes to outsourcing. The first thing that like you need to outsource is your clutter. Like you need to get rid of it. You need to have someone else take all the things off your hands. This is going to alleviate so much in your life. Like if you're fridge is a mess, you're going to have a hard time cooking meals. If your closet is a mess, you're going to have a hard time getting dressed. If your vanity is a mess, you're going to have a hard time getting in and doing a five minute makeup routine. If your kids rooms are a mess, like it just goes on and on and on and on and on from there. So taking the time to get rid of stuff is going to save you so much time in the end. Uh, And it doesn't have to be as daunting as you think. It's actually can be quite fun and is a really simple process and it will give you the biggest sense of like accomplishment that you probably had in a long while when you start taking black garbage bags to your local Goodwill or donation center, it's the best feeling in the world. And then the other thing that I outsource all the time, you know, people automatically think, Oh, I need to have somebody come clean my house. Cause I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a traditional way. And there's nothing wrong with that. But honestly, like I'm running a really successful business and we have two kiddos and I homeschooled for a while. Like I've done all the things and I'm still deep cleaning my own house every single week because I've learned to outsource it to my little humans and to my incredibly capable husband. I've learned how to communicate these things and get the buy-in from everybody because my thought process is of all the things that I'm trying to do, my husband needs to know how to do it and my kids really need to know how to do it. So I think looking and what I teach people to do is to look at, sit back and use your incredibly keen observation skills as a mom. And instead of picking out what you're worried about in their personalities or the nitpicky things that you don't like about your husband and how he put the pepper on the wrong side when the salt was supposed to be over there, or the eggs are supposed to be on the top shelf, not the bottom. Like, just sit back and look at like what are they really good at what do they do really 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 well and find where you can outsource all of these things that you're trying to juggle to their strengths. My husband can unload a dishwasher before I can even blink and it will literally take me four days. I loathe it. So I'm like, and when he loads the dishwasher, I literally want to cry. I redo it every time. I'm like, you're going to have to run four loads and I'm only going to have to do one. Please let me do this. So it's like, I just sat back and I was like, I'm not even going to stress about unloading the dishwasher anymore. You're amazing about it. Is there any way that you can unload the dishwasher for me in the mornings? Sure. I'm like, I will always keep the dishes clean can you do this? And that's just kind of what I do now is I look at what other people are really good at that I know won't take, but just two seconds of their time that I'm struggling with and I let them have at it. I'm
0: so obsessed with everything that you just said, because I love that you're thinking outside the box. Cause of course, like that's, you know, you think that, Oh, I can have somebody, you know, outsource my laundry or my cleaning or this or that. And I love how you're like, start within your home. And that is something that I I did. I, I, People ask me, like, how did you do it all in the beginning? I was like, I had to, number one, recognize in myself that while yes, I can do everything, I don't have to. Again, it's literally the exact same thing, thinking at it from a freelancer going into and supporting a business owner. Like the business owner doesn't need to do everything. So you're going to come in and help to offload. Mm-hmm. So as a mom, like you do not need to do everything. Yes, you are more than capable, but you do not. And I remember... I sat my husband down and I was like, look, I really want to do this, but I can't work full time and do this and do all the things that I'm doing. I'm really going to need your support. Can you help me with these few things? Can you do bath time? Can you fold laundry? And can you do the grocery shopping? And he was like, yeah, I can totally do that. And I think it gave him like a sense of, hey, here's where I fit in and here's what I can do. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I I can be really good at this. And now it's just like, it's a routine. I, I mean, of course I can step in and help him and if things change, but it, when I actually communicated those things to him, I was like, wow, this is so much better and so much easier than I thought it was going to be. And mm-hmm. he's able to excel in something and feel really good about it. And I'm able to be less stressed and take care of the things that maybe do need me or maybe I—that that is a strength of mine. So I love that you said that because that's where that's a perfect place to start. Not thinking, who do I have to bring into my house to help me? Who within your own home can help you mm-hmm. and support you?
1: Yeah. And, you know, my husband has so much autonomy because of the systems that we've set up. And really, let me just say this. The number one way to outsource is to start creating systems. When you systemize something, you get so much time back and so much clarity and so much peace in your life. Like just having a system like I don't have to order groceries online. I get to go and enjoy grocery shopping with my kiddos, introduce them to language. I get to go with my husband and introduce him to sections of the grocery store that he would never walk into if I wasn't there because I have the times to do it because I've automated the way that we meal plan. That system alone takes a good two hours of what I would have spent on planning my meals. And it's completely automated because we systemized it. That's the point of all of this. But once I got these systems in place, I was able to just be like, here's this system. Can we try it for two weeks? If it doesn't work, we'll try something different. And everyone was able to see what their part was, have autonomy in their own role, and then feel so much pride for the work that they were able to contribute to the family, which is to me so much better than the feeling of, oh, I did it all on my own. So I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's, literally why I want people to do it this way so they have that exact experience
0: yes I love it well Chelsea Joe, this has been so incredible I know my listeners are gonna love this I know that this is gonna be one that they come back to over and over again and then I know they're gonna be like okay I need to know more from her I need to learn all mm-hmm. the things all the systems so tell my listeners where they can learn more from you share all the good f- things that you have for us
1: yeah. So you obviously like podcasts. So come on over and listen to mine. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe anywhere that you are streaming podcasts and just chelseajo.co pretty much anywhere. If you go to my website, which is chelseajo.co, you can click on the word free in the top right corner and I've got a resource there that's totally free that will help you learn this time blocking method that we talked about. And then I also have an opportunity for you to kind of watch these systems unfold in a really short, straightforward video that I've done to help you see what this actually can look like in your life. So I'd love for you to go over there and check that out. Come hang out with me on the podcast. We've got lots of fun things in our community and I'd love to have you.
0: Yeah, we will link all of that up in the show notes so you can grab that. And thank you again for coming on and sharing all this with us. I know it's going to impact so many.